For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at Ronnie K Radio, R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. It is a special, um, well, Christmas edition of the podcast coming off the Broncos loss. They are now 6-9. and nine. Denver loses to Oakland. And we got a lot to talk about. You guys have a lot to get off your chest. I certainly do myself. But first, our friends at Bespoke Edge. BespokeEdge.com. Men's custom clothier. Of course, well, Christmas is here, but New Year's next week. If you need to get that that nice suit for that New Year's party, or maybe you have a wedding coming up, uh, maybe shortly, because I know a lot of engagements happening this time of year. So uh, be sure to go check out my friends at Bespoke Edge. That's BespokeEdge.com. Just as you hear it, BespokeEdge.com. Spell it out not once but twice. Award winning from 5280 Magazine's Top of the Town Best Men's Boutique lineup. So be sure to go check them out. BespokeEdge.com. I'm going to dive right into it on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. I have a uh, vent thread that you can get involved in because, man, you guys are pissed. And I get it because uh, the Broncos come off another loss in which they just look embarrassing. They're shut out in the first half. Oakland wins the game 27-14. This is a bad Oakland team, by the way, who is 4-11 and on the season now. Denver has now lost to three of the top five teams in the NFL draft, which is just as far as the draft order goes right now. This is just absurd. Uh, Denver, by the way, if you're wondering, currently sits right now in the number 12 spot and they have lost three in a row. Uh, let's start with your reaction, because this is what this podcast is for. This is to get it off your chest, and then I'll jump in here in a second. Let's start with Jacob Brown, who says, we have to find the right coaching staff and quarterback next season. Enough is enough. Ronnie, is Shanahan still a possibility for us to coach? Now, you heard multiple reports of Mike Shanahan not going to be considered in the future. And I think there's two parts to this. One, first of all, Denver has to consider Mike Shanahan. And two, Shanahan has to consider Denver. Uh, Denver is not set up to where I believe Mike Shanahan would have the best interest in coming here. A, they don't have a quarterback. B, they don't have stable ownership. Uh, C, as far as the GM situation goes, I think uh, the reports, several by Aless Shapiro, Mile High Sports, have stated that I think that I could say with my gut, and I think he could work with Elway, but the other factors, maybe not so much. It's still a possibility. I think it's a long shot. Uh, Mile High Guy says, I had zero expectation and no excitement with Keenum and VJ, and yet I still set the bar too high. James McEntee on Twitter, FX Blitz says, not even pissed anymore. It's now the expectation. Until the changes are made, I expect more of the same. Tweeted out, a lot of you agree. 
I think it's Denver's best interest is to move on from Vance Joseph tonight. I don't really care about the holiday, okay? Uh, I, I don't care about the foo-foo holiday, whatever, nonsense. It's ridiculous. Uh, this is a Denver team that it would be in their best interest for the sake of fan morale, Vance Joseph, and ticket sales is to move on from this guy ASAP because, of course, the home game next week against L.A., you're going to hear chants that kids, nobody on that sideline, and, and, and people just should not be chanting, you will hear those chants at that home game next next week if they even show up. This is a home game that could see 60,000 people for a stadium that sits 75. It's, it's, it's gotten to the point where it's time to make the change. It's embarrassing. This team is embarrassing right now. This is the worst I have ever seen the Broncos since I started watching this team. This is the low of the low right now. This team is not good. On Twitter, Phil Philly the Fool says, just leave Vance in Oakland would be a positive start. This team has looked flat and unprofessional. It's on the coaching staff. Uh, Very much agree. Derek says, no real ownership, can't name the stadium, no coach, no QB, dot, 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 dark times. Jennifer Pearson on Twitter says, I'm not shocked at the losses, but it's the back-to-back losing seasons that have me fired up because of Mr. Boland. So Ellis needs to go with the coaching staff since it seems he blocked Elway from trying to fix the Vance failure. Tell you what, uh, I have said on this podcast time and time again that... There is a higher issue regarding the Broncos, and um, it, it, it because uh, many criticized John Elway before that article came out from Woody Page uh, of the Gazette down in Colorado Springs, and obviously that article comes out. It paints Joe Ellis in a different picture, and I'm telling you, this goes farther up than John Elway. Ellis is to blame for a lot of this. We continue on with the Twitter. Steve McCop, slide job on Twitter, says the coaching staff couldn't lead a mile high uh, excuse me, a high school marching band. Uh, Hardy Boy 75 says, what's to vent? It's been over since Elway hired Vance Joseph. Honestly, they should take a look at rather Elway if he should stay another year. Hashtag clean house. Uh, Philip Jarvis hunting life 87 on Twitter says, I think the fact that it was to the Oakland Raiders is why everyone's feeling so angry. But in reality, we've all known exactly what this team was. Dustin call on Twitter. Not a big deal. This is a good team regroup in the offseason with a new coach, new QB Von, and the defense will be great. That's some, maybe the most disappointing part is the fact that this is actually a Denver defense that is actually pretty darn good, but boy, they are going to get decimated. They are going to get decimated with so many Contract situations this offseason, from Bradley Roby to potentially Demata Pecco, Shelby Harris, Derek Wolf going to have to take a restructure. He ain't going to like that. I mean, there is just so much that they have to deal with now moving forward. Uh, Colorado Bad Ombre, Mr. Morales on Twitter says, Fire everyone. Start with Elway. Stop making excuses for his poor decision-making of keeping VJ next personnel department. And again, we've kind of cleared that up with the Joe Ellis situation. It's really not Elway's fault he wanted to move on from VJ, anyways. Um, Shahan's blog on Twitter says, Off-season to-do list. New offensive and defensive coordinating staff. Cut Brandon Marshall and Darian Stewart. Resign Shaq Barrett, Shelby Harris, Matt Paradis. Trade for Jacoby Brissett, Teddy Bridgewater, and trade Keenum. 
draft corners, linebackers, playmakers. This is a very detailed list, and I tell you what, I could poke holes in this list a ton, but I think you get the point. He wants a revamp. It is a complete rebuild. This is not a reboot. This is not a reboot. This is a rebuild. This is a bad Denver team that needs a rebuild, and they need it at the head coach to the players. It is embarrassing what they showed against Oakland. A bad Oakland team. Bad Oakland team. And it's the same stuff from the Oakland game to the Jets game. It's it's so frustrating. It is frustrating to watch. Uh, Torrey Johnson says, Draft's got to get better. Clyde Lutton says, This is not the standard set by Pat Bolin. No one held accountable in management. Maybe that's the most disappointing part is the fact that this is now happening to an NFL team that was once run by Pat Bullen, who is now incapacitated by, of course, a nasty disease. And, uh, well, of course, we're thinking of the Bullens constantly on this podcast, but, boy, it is just such a shame. It's just such a shame. Rock Chalk Broncos. Broncos fan 1984 says, More disgusted and embarrassed than pissed. Broncos country deserves better than this. Aaron Roth on Twitter says, For Christmas, Vance Joseph should get the pink slip. Hashtag fire Vance Joseph. Diamond Rattler on Twitter says, Play calling and coaching was atrocious. As has been the story this year, get these coaches out of here. Why wait one more week to fire Vance? Just do it now. That's the thing. That's the thing that I wonder so much is, Why are we even bother waiting? Why would you even bother waiting? This is a home crowd that is going to be hostile, pissed, and angry next week. They're going to bring signs. They're going to chant. You want that represented on your franchise over those national CBS broadcasts? You want that shown? I, I, it just it, It's time to move on. It's not working. You're doing it anyways next week. Why not do it today? Tonight? As this podcast is being recorded, it's it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous what this team has become. It's mind-boggling. Adam Rose on Twitter says, I honestly believe Broncos are the worst team in the league right now. Losses to the Jets, 49ers, and Oakland. Hard to disagree. Hard to disagree. I think that uh, the only one you could you could really make rock hard, uh, uh, rock hard evidence on is Arizona because Denver beat Arizona. And they have a worse record. Outside of that, there are strong arguments to make that Denver is a top five worst team in the league, if not top three. Zach Muller, 82, says, lack of fundamentals, lack of composure, preparation, all lead back to the head coach. If Vance has a job by the time they leave DIA tonight, it's just another blank, blank, blank on a pile of blank, blank, blank that the 2018 season has become. You get the point. Jimbo McNutt says, bad teams are bad fire everyone. I just don't, I just don't, I, I can't even, I can't even, guys, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a teenager now, I can't even, um, I'll get to some more of your responses here in just a second, uh, to go back to the game, uh, look, we're, we're hoping for b- good news on Philip Lindsay, who left the game with a hand injury, 
that is something that is going to be quickly monitored, obviously. It's it's something where uh, Nikki Javala on Twitter first reported, and it looks like he actually needed help uh, buttoning his shirt because of the wrist injury. Thinks it might be a strain. He'll undergo further testing tomorrow. So, again, that's Nikki Javala of The Athletic. On Twitter, some of Vance Joseph's quotes said that uh, Lindsey will get the MRI, of course, tomorrow. Uh, Joseph said they didn't play winning football uh, today. That's pretty obvious, quite frankly. I really don't know if Vance Joseph knows what winning football is because he's 11-20. and 20. Uh, Keenum turned the ball over, of course, multiple times. And look, it's, it's hard to crush Keenum on the late turnovers because his team was... Look, they were far behind... Uh, they were far behind for multiple issues, and Case Keenum is a part of that. But in the end, this is just one of those those team losses overall that just, it's everything. It's everything. This is a Broncos offense that couldn't move the ball against one of the worst defenses in the league. This is a defense of the Oakland Raiders that ranks 30th in pro football, fetru- uh, pro football focuses overall metrics as well as Football Outsiders defensive grading. This is just awful. Uh, and by the way, thank you to uh, a friend of the pro, uh, a friend of, of the uh, podcast, Zach Seegers, for some of those statistics. Ryan Brothers on Twitter says, Joe Ellis needs to pick a bowling kid and get this team some real ownership now. This team is adrift and it's not getting any better until there's a firm leader at the top. I'm pretty sure it's safe to say that, well... There is no firm leadership at the top right now. In fact, there is no leadership at the top. This is a brutal, brutal situation brewing right now for Denver, and it just seems to be getting worse. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Uh, a little bit of your reactions, of course, on Twitter. You can follow me at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. And, of course, be sure to check out our friends at Bespoke Edge. That's BespokeEdge.com, BespokeEdge.com. Let's get back to the game really quick. Uh, do highlight some positives. I always try to at least bring some positive to this because, look, we basically just went on a 12-minute rant about just all the negatives going on. Uh, Cortland Sutton finally got him more involved as well, too. Six catches, 65 with a touchdown, of course. Uh, 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 Ten targets. It was good to see him kind of become you know, that that guy who is really starting to emerge as a potential number one. Look, you don't know what you're doing with Emmanuel Sanders. This guy's going to be 32 next year, wanting, what, $9, $10 million next year? This is a guy who don't know if you're keeping him. Cortland Sutton may be the guy moving forward. Uh, so that certainly was a, a little bit of a, a positive to try to shed. Uh, was nice to see Bradley Chubb. Uh, of course, he didn't get the sack against Adam Gotts. I, I personally think that actually should be changed. Um, but Chubb kind of disappeared, to be truly honest. I mean, I, uh, against a guy like Colton Miller, you kind of thought that Bradley Chubb was going to just absolutely dominate these dominate this game. It was a quiet night from the sacks altogether. Uh, Gotts has got the one sack, and that was it. That was it. In fact, Denver actually only hits uh, uh, Derek Carr three times in the game. So not much of a pass rush going on there. I suppose the biggest bright spot here today was Colby Wattman. Six punts for 300-plus yards. That's a 51-punt average. Uh, Of course, he landed one in the 20. He had the 65-yarder. He had multiple punts that certainly were available to be downed inside the five. And then, of course, 
You saw the return in the special teams breakdown somewhere. Brock Olivo is chuckling. This is just a a disaster of a situation for Denver so far this year, uh, and it got worse against Oakland. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast. Be sure to check it out at milehighsports.com for archives of that Broncos Blitz podcast. Back to Twitter where we uh, start the conversation. Uh, King Bus on Twitter says the Broncos have the least commitment to winning out of every Colorado pro sports team. Wow. Tell you what, um, I don't know if I agree with that. Don't know if I agree with that, but boy, it's it's hard to kind of not look at that and start to think. And this is the first time I think that we're starting to think about that kind of stuff. It's like, seriously? Uh, and it, look, it all goes back to the top. Uh, Mysterio on Twitter says, Pet peeve, any other GM in the world would be crucified for how bad this team has been LA gets the hall of famer for our city pass from our fans and it pisses me off everyone wants Joseph out but turns a blind eye to the guy who uh, hired him among so many other things uh well I, I think the big thing here is a uh a lot of the GM criticism is there first of all uh I on this podcast have absolutely decimated John Elway, in several situations, the 2007 draft, his lack of finding a franchise quarterback. You know, if you listen to this podcast, you know that uh, essentially you are nothing without a franchise quarterback. Nothing. And John Elway has failed not once, not twice, three, four, five times in finding a franchise quarterback. So don't paint me in this picture like I'm giving a pass to John Elway because I'm not. This is a guy who absolutely needs to get it right. It should be noted that of the three head coaching hires, two of them have gone to the Super Bowl. And he has built, arguably, the greatest offense and the greatest defense in in NFL history in less than a 10-year span in different years. So, it's, it's... I think a lot of people get mistaken when they they say you try to defend John L.A. It's not so much that. It's so much the fact that this is a guy who does have a history and has made correct personnel choices in the past. I'm going to give Elway an opportunity to fix this disaster. If he doesn't, though, it's time to make a change. But I think to say that, that there's it's time to make a change right now may be a little premature because this guy does have a proven history of putting together a winner. What Regardless of if you give credit to Peyton Manning for those years or uh, p- players fell into his lap, Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, I don't really care. The fact is, is if you're going to blame him for the failures, you have to praise him for the successes. And they've had a lot of successes. In the past, of course, the Broncos Blitz podcast and also now uh, in this situation with the Broncos uh, first back to back losing season since the early 1970s, which is really a shame. This is the the, the one thing that I think, uh, you know, if you're a Broncos fan, you're obviously looking for them to win. Really, if you're if you're the Broncos, better for you long term is actually to lose. Obviously, they're not going to try to do that, but. That's a whole nother rabbit hole. We're not going to go down that. Um, but the back-to-back losing seasons, that that historic record by Pat Bullen broken, is just, it's so heartbreaking. Knowing what the Bullens are dealing with, and now he can't take over, and, and finally somebody takes over, and what? Uh, five years removed from Pat Bullen, and, and this team is now in back-to-back losing situations, regardless of how long it is. It may be a little bit longer than five years, but you get the point is it's so tough to watch this. This is the worst they've been since I watched this team. This is the lowest of the low. But 
I suppose you can't get worse. You can only get better. Start to think of that Drew Locke guy. We'll start it. By the way, we'll start evaluating quarterbacks um, next week. Uh, once the Christmas season is done, we'll start to evaluate the uh, quarterbacks, the rookies. I've been keeping an eye on Drew Locke, uh, Dwayne Haskins, of course, Herbert and Oregon. We'll see if these guys come out and uh, who will be somebody that Denver could be pursuing. Back to Twitter, Lonnie Candle on Twitter says, Elway was a great quarterback, but without Peyton, he's possibly the worst GM in the league. Um, hard to disagree right now. Well, I, you know, look, worst GM, maybe a little bit of an over-exaggeration, but certainly without Peyton, where is John Elway as a GM? Not very good. Not very good at all. Uh, Mysterio, by the way, continues uh, on Twitter, says, shouldn't our GM put us in these situations? Why do you not mention him? Oh, yeah, he played a Hall of Fame career in Denver, uh, so everyone gives him a pass. Again, uh, Reno, I think you need to, uh, I think you need to educate yourself. On uh, on not only my podcast, but my Twitter account, but also the new radio show, Selfish Plug, 11 a.m. to noon, Mile High Sports Radio, AM 1340, FM 104.7. Of course, you can find that podcast as well, too, and archives of that show at milehighsports.com. I am exhausted. Uh, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to finish up this podcast, uh, and I'm going to say this. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get off the Broncos for a second and a little bit of a note from the heart. I want to thank you. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, for listening to my radio show, for following my work at milehighsports.com, and for following me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. It is because you consume my work is that I have allowed to been uh, I have been given the opportunity and the power to branch out and do a podcast and do a radio show and write articles and all this great stuff that I I have always wanted to do my entire life. I went to school to do sports radio. And I am living my dream because of you. And so I thank you so, so very much for listening. I hope you have a tremendous Christmas. I hope it's with family. As I get a little bit older, I start to see what really matters in life. And that's family and being with the people you love. So whether it be a a husband or wife, son, daughter, uh, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, great-grandma, great-grandpa, cousins, aunts, uncles, all that good stuff. I hope you're with the people you love in this very important time of the year. And I wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year as well, too. And, of course, the Broncos Blitz Daily Podcast will continue on. Uh, We'll be podcasting all this week and then into next week as the Broncos coming up on their final game of the year, a home game against L.A. That means absolutely nothing. It will be the difference between 6-10 and 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 7-9, but could be more than that. Of course, draft position is in play. And as of right now, I'm checking my clock, checking my timer, uh, Santa should be on his way somewhere. Well, I think he's over Europe right now. Uh, and when he comes to Denver, hopefully he brings a new head coach. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, presented by Bespoke Edge, bespokeedge.com. And I want you to go on over to milehighsports.com. Read all the great work over there at milehighsports.com on the Broncos, whether it be an article from our good people, Justin Michaels, Rich Kurtzman, Sean Drotar, TJ McBride, uh, Zach Seegers, a lot of great stuff. Um, be sure to check it out. MyLifeSports.com and of course myself. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. I'd like to think this is one of the most interactive podcasts and that's why we went a solid first 10 minutes talking about your reaction. I can't get your reaction 
if you don't follow me on Twitter. So R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Broncos Blitz podcast. Broncos are now 6-9, and nine, and uh, they'll take on the Chargers next weekend. That's it. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year from the Broncos Blitz podcast. See you, y'all.